Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% what you make of it. This is the mindset of Australian Ben Tulipan, who adds, if you believe in yourself, you can achieve anything. Late in the evening of the 12th of October 2002, a then 27-year-old Ben Tulipan was a young businessman importing furniture from Bali, Indonesia, for his homeware shop on the Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia. Ben also loved his sport, although golf was never on his radar. He was a dedicated up-and-coming boxer, a middleweight, who didn't smoke or drink. He was a fit man and had it all planned out, how he would move up the national rankings and realise his dream of turning professional. Despite his focus on this most ruthless and individual of sports, Ben had always seen himself as a people person. He liked to get to know the folk around him and enjoyed chatting to anyone and everyone. His friends knew him as very positive, a happy-go-lucky. These aspects of his personality may well have saved his life in the days, weeks and months that followed the Bali bombings of 2002. Despite his focus on this most ruthless and individual of sports, Ben had always seen himself as a people person. He liked to get to know the folk around him and enjoyed chatting to anyone and everyone. His friends knew him as a very positive, happy-go-lucky guy. These aspects of his personality may well have saved his life in the days, weeks, months and years following the Bali bombings of 2002. As we speak, it's days away from the 20th anniversary of a night when Ben Tulipan walked into the Sari Club in the tourist district of Kuta to buy a bottle of water moments before a one-tonne car bomb went off in a park van nearby. It was the largest of three bombs on that night. The blast, killing 202 people, including 88 fellow Australians, and injuring 209 more people, Ben says that while he would get a second chance at life, a great many other people did not. Later in hospital, in triage, Ben was given only a 5% chance of survival. He would lose both of his legs, most of his stomach muscles, break just about every bone he had, including his back and skull, and suffer 63% full thickness burns to most of his body. He would need extensive skin grafts. He clearly remembers walking out of the Sari Club with his bottle of water and noticed the van parked there and wondered why. The next thing he remembers was seeing a massive fireball. All he could do was instantly put his hands over his face and hope for the best. He remembers getting thrown around and power lines landing on him which burnt across his shoulders and electrocuted him. Due to his proximity to the bomb, he also suffered permanent hearing loss in one ear. Bombs and explosions cause injuries seldom seen outside of combat. What is harder to understand is how Ben survived the trauma at all. Survive it he did. In 2022, now living his best life, enjoying the fresh air, nature and the camaraderie found on our golf courses. Ben, who was informed that he was Australia's worst injured survivor in the attack, is calmly talking to us 20 years later, chatting about his love of golf. Front and centre, 
is his role with Empower Golf, a charity encouraging many people with a disability into the sport, with the support of Golf Australia and the PGA of Australia. Ben and the founder of the charity, James Gribble, reach out to thousands of people annually, many brand new to golf, providing them with what Ben terms as a life-changing form of recreation and or rehabilitation. Ben himself learned to walk again on two prosthetic legs in a painful and difficult process. It was five years before he was able to try playing golf and compete in his first amputee golf tournament. His recovery was a physical and mental journey closely supported by family and friends. Look, my my mental health, again, right from the start when the bomb happened, um, I was positive. You know, there's always a positive. You know, this has happened, yes, right, I'm still breathing air. Yell out, someone gets me out, that's good. There's always a positive um, from it. Um, I've never had any depression or anything like that. Um, I guess I, I always just try and be happy and try and do the best that I possibly can with what I've got and um, look for the positives in everything that there is. So I've, I've never been down. I've never had any depressants. I've never had PTSD. Today, when Ben plays golf at the Glades or Parkwood Golf Club at home, he swings the club as a golfer from the world ranking for golfers with disability. He has won golf tournaments, won national awards in Australia, has featured in a documentary about terrorism produced by Sean Penn and spoken in public about his life. When he looks back, he still recalls 2002 clearly when he lost his business and had to have his treasured boxing gloves put away for him in a drawer. He remembers every second of the terrorist attack, including being placed in the back of a ute, a little truck, and being taken to Sangla Hospital, which unfortunately did not have the facilities to help patients with the level of injuries and burns experienced by so many. The next bit of time, Ben doesn't remember, but others have done so for him. So apparently I was covered over with a sheet and um, they had me as deceased no longer alive and I was pushed aside into a room with a sheet over me and um, a guy from Perth saw my arm move under the sheet and he uncovered me and got the doctors over to me and got me going again. The guy from Perth was called Clayton. Ben is so grateful because Clayton stayed with him through the night and even telephoned Ben's family back home to relay that he was alive. With my burns, my limbs were all swelling up. So they had to, I can't remember what it's called, but they had to slice me open down my arms um, to release the pressure. So there was no anesthetics. They used a box cutter, like a Stanley knife to do that, not even a scalpel. Um, the hospitals were pretty primitive. But uh, I think the biggest relief for me was when the Australian Army turned up and they started um, triaging everyone. So everyone got numbered as to how bad they were injured from, say, one to 200 and I had the number one drawn on my chest. I was the worst injured person still alive in Bali when they, when they were there. Ben became part of an event unprecedented in Australian history. Air Force C-130 Hercules crews and aero medical evacuation teams swung into action. Within hours of the first C-130 departed to Bali to bring the innocent victims home. 
let me just step back a second, back to where I was being wheeled out of the hospital in Bali to the makeshift hospital in at the airport. One of the doctors said to me, he goes, mate, if you make it back to Australia alive, you're going to lose one of your legs, possibly two. And I remember him saying that. I remember his face crystal clear. And um, I, I looked up at him and said, mate, I don't care. I'm alive. I'm going to make it home. And that's, that's what I've done. Yeah, so there's, there's three months that I don't remember. And then, you know, when I, when I do remember, I was in Concord in Sydney, happy to be alive, always positive. Um, you know, whenever anything bad happens, there's always a positive that can come out of it. And that's what I look for every time. Um, no matter what it is. Ben had both his legs amputated while in Concord Hospital, one below the knee and the other above the knee. Three years later, he was at a gym and saw a man struggling with his damaged wheelchair. When he explained to Ben that he had two more years to wait before he could get another chair from available funding, Ben brought his own wheelchair from home and gifted it to him. Ben tells us that knowing he no longer had a chair in his own home made him even more determined to rely completely on his new prosthetics and to feel confident. I think you need to push yourself to the limits at the start. You know, if I didn't give my chair away, I would probably still use it every now and then and I wouldn't walk as much as I do now. But I, I think not having the wheelchair anymore, is, it's, it's done wonders for me. It's, it's made me walk. It's made me, you know, do what I do. Ben had never played golf before being injured by the bomb, but 14 years ago he happened to notice an advertisement for players to compete in the Australian Amputee Open. I thought, right, I signed myself up to that. Um, you know, the wife gave me a bit of a push along. She's like, yeah, you should enter it. Just have a go. So I did. I signed myself up. I come last. I didn't care. I, I had an absolute ball. I met some amazing people and learnt a lot of stuff and, you know, made some lifelong friends. Since my accident, I've always been about helping others get out and enjoy life, live life to the fullest and have fun. Um, it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing. So I joined Queensland Amputee Golf. I ran that for a while and um, realized I wanted to get out and help more people. Uh, so I teamed up with James. I found James Gribble from Empower Golf and teamed up with him. Uh, we ran our first clinic uh, on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Would be six and a half, nearly seven years ago now. And um, look, I absolutely loved it. Had a ball. Um, we've got no limitations. We're open to anybody and everyone. I've had kids from the age of four right through to, you know, adults up to 98, 100 years old, um, getting them out playing golf again. A recent project has seen James and Ben promote the benefits of the Paramotion, an all-terrain revolutionary mobility chair which helps individuals with a range of disabilities into a stance position to create a full golfing experience. For Empower Golf, Ben gives training and shares knowledge with PGA professional coaches and does all the liaising with the new golfers taking part. It's all about getting more people with a disability onto the putting green, practice range and golf course. Ben and James remain ever thankful for the fantastic support of Christian Hamilton at Golf Australia and all the team at the PGA of Australia. Ben offers support to around 500 people with disability through Empower Golf Queensland clinics who are all very different in their needs, while Empower Golf is reaching around 7,000 people Australia-wide each and every year. 
Ben enjoys working with usually eight specific golf clubs in Queensland, teaming up with the local PGA professional for his clinics, which can welcome anywhere from six to 46 participants each session. When encouraging these new golfers, Ben says he loves every minute of the work. He understands his positive personality makes new players feel at home and confident quickly, whether they are learning their first pitching shots and full swings or simply putting on the green and getting the feel for the roll of the ball. Look, I'm, I'm one that likes to meet a lot of people. It doesn't matter who they are, whether they're you know able-bodied professional golfers or disabled golfers or whoever. I, I like to meet a lot of people and golf is one of the only sports in the world that has a handicap system that allows everyone from all abilities to be level. Um, so I'm one that believes, you know, anyone and everyone should come and play the game together and the handicap system will sort you out at the end. You know, the more people I can meet, the better. I love meeting new people. You learn so much off people. It's, it's, it's great. And that's what it was mainly about, you know, just meeting new people and, and, and learning from them. Around the 20th anniversary of the Bali bombings, Ben will be in Melbourne at Australia's major golf industry event, the Golf Business Forum and PGA Expo 2022. Ben says every day when he wakes up and puts on his prosthetic legs, he is reminded of that night in 2002. However, he always takes extra time on the 12th of October each year to remember the ones that lost their lives, the families who lost loved ones and his fellow survivors. Ben has attended almost every memorial service held on the Gold Coast. October may be an emotional month on the eve of the anniversary, but in typical go-ahead fashion, Ben and James Gribble were being joined by fellow golfer with the disability, Jiggs Denby of Tasmania, taking part in a three-man adventure to play four of the most spectacular golf courses in Australia in the Empower Golf Ultimate Air Adventure. King Island. Ben explained that a film of this hardy trio flying out to play these challenging yet wonderful courses can hopefully inspire other people with a disability or their friends and families to get out there and experience golf and all of its health benefits to give golf a try for themselves. Originally from New South Wales, Ben has been living on the Gold Coast for over 20 years across that time raising awareness of sport for people with a disability. As a disability advocate and inclusive golfer, Ben is heartened that today he gets noticed for a lot more than just being Australia's worst injured survivor of the Bali bombings. Honours and awards bestowed on Ben include the Pride of Australia Medal for Courage, Gold Coast Citizen of the Year and Queensland Father of the Year, to name just a few. Asked if he has a favourite in these, he doesn't need to think too hard. Oh, God, there's a lot of them. The biggest award that I've won that means so much to me is the the Father of the Year, the Australian Father of the Year. Um, You know, that was fantastic. I've got two amazing kids and an awesome wife. So my son, Rory, um, it was his birthday yesterday. He's named after a golfer, Rory McElroy. He just turned nine yesterday. My daughter, Sheridan's 14. You know, they're amazing kids. My wife, Kerry, they're all just amazing. And, um, you know, with the awards, it's, it's, it's all, you know, for the, the work that I do to help others, which, you know, I don't feel that I should be awarded for. 
um, you know, just seeing the smiles on their faces at the end of a clinic or whatever you help them with is enough for me. It's, it's an amazing feeling. But to be recognised for that um, by the general public, is, is, it's pretty special. Normally, when others offer advice on life, you might take it with a pinch of salt. With Ben Tulipin, you know that what he has been through is the toughest it can get. Ben wrote recently, I hope I show the community that a positive and happy attitude allows you to achieve whatever you set your mind to, even if others tell you it can't be done. And I hope my life has had and continues to have a positive effect in the lives of many. Life is about living and not wasting time wallowing in self-pity. It's about rebuilding your self-esteem and sense of worth, developing skills and building new friendships. It's sound advice from Ben that Tulipin chooses to direct all his positivity into golf and helping others to try the game is surely a blessing for everyone in our sport. To learn more about Empower Golf, go to www.empowergolf.com.au.